welcome in Jesus' name. It's great to be with you. Uh, if we haven't met yet, my name is Brian. I'm one of the pastors here. And I'd love to get a chance to connect with you. Uh, as Jonas said earlier, we have a welcome class next week, so that's a great place to do that. But I'll also be around afterwards and love to connect with you if I uh, have an opportunity to do that. Um, over the last couple of weeks, we have watched uh, this series of videos and engaged in the life of the Trinitarian God, Father, Son, and Spirit. And today we get to meditate together on what that God, Trinitarian God, is doing among us as he works all around the world, here and uh, in places that we have connections and in places that we've not even thought of. God's already at work. I love um, what Jesse Nielsen said there, that um, she left Africa, but God was still working. And uh, that's the, the work that continues to happen among us. It's a great privilege for me today uh, to introduce to you uh, not just a partner and one of those uh, mission partners from uh, another place in the world, but also a friend of many of you and a good friend of mine, uh, Pastor Juan Carlos and his wife Maria Esther are here with us. And uh, we have served together with them for uh, 22 years together. We have uh, spent a lot of time with them and they've spent a lot of time with us. And so I'm going to invite Juan to come up with me. Um, and I, I believe that he's going to attempt to preach to you in English. I don't know. First time. I think this is the first time he's ever preached in English. So you can, uh, yeah, that's right. Amen. There you go. There you go. And, uh, and uh, our brother Alberto Felix is back there just in case. And so if there's a moment where, uh, you know, you need something, uh, Alberto will jump in. But uh, we're, if you start to cry, I don't know if he can help with that, but we'll see. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> see what happens. Um, so it's my privilege to be able to pray over Pastor Juan Carlos, and then uh, I want to read for us uh, the scripture passage that uh, he, God's led him to today, uh, one that fits uh, remarkably well uh, where we're coming from and where we're going. It's almost like God knows what he's doing, huh? Yep. Yeah, amazing. So there we go. So would you join me as I pray over my brother? Jesus, uh, we, we love you. We're so thankful for all that you are doing among us and all that you're doing around the world. God, there are places that you're moving in such powerful and incredible ways, and we are so grateful that through the blood of the Lamb, we are connected to those things. God, thank you for the power of your Spirit, the one who does this work among us. God, thank you that you are the one who is doing all of the work, and we simply get to receive. Thank you that we can be called children of God. I thank you so much for my brother and my friend. I thank you for all the things that you've taught me through him over the years and the ways that he's ministered to so many here at York Alliance. I thank you for uh, the privilege of having Juan and Maite here, and I pray that we would be a blessing to them just as they have been a blessing to us. And now, God, as he gets ready to speak your word to us, would you give him grace to have prepared and prayed and listened and now in a tongue that's not natural for him to speak, to speak and listen to your spirit. Would you give him the grace to be able to um, think in Spanish and speak in English and hear the language of the spirit speaking to his heart? And so God, would you do um, work that is yours, supernatural work that only you can do. And so God, I, I pray your anointing on my brother and on each one of our ears that we would hear what you desire to say to the church. 
And so speak, Lord. Your servants are listening. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. I'm going to ask you to turn in your Bibles to the book of Joel. It's a small book in the minor prophets. So if you find Isaiah and Jeremiah and Ezekiel, keep going. You'll find Hosea, and right after Hosea is Joel, about two-thirds of the way through the scriptures. You'll also see on the screen, starting in Joel chapter 2, a um, somewhat familiar, uh, at least according to the Minor Prophets uh, text, starting in Joel 2 verse 22, and I'm going to read for you through um, the beginning of verse 2 in chapter 3. And it shall come to pass afterward that I will pour out my spirit on all flesh. Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your old men shall dream dreams, and your young men shall see visions. Even on the male and female servants in those days, I will pour out my spirit. And I will show wonders in the heavens and on earth, blood and fire and columns of smoke. The sun shall be turned to darkness and the moon to blood before the great and awesome day of the Lord comes. And it shall come to pass that everyone who calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. For in Mount Zion and in Jerusalem, there shall be those who escape, as the Lord has said. And among the survivors shall be those whom the Lord calls. For behold, in those days and at that time, when I restore the fortunes of Judah and Jerusalem, I will gather all of the nations and bring them down to the valley of Jehoshaphat. And I will enter into judgment with them there on behalf of my people and my heritage, Israel. This is the word of the Lord. Amen. Thank you, Pastor Brian. I'm so excited, not because I'm speaking English, because <laughs> barely can speak English. I, let me ask for forgiveness, because sometimes my Salvadorian tongue doesn't work. And it's hard for me to say something, some words. And I start to have a flashback, you know, because... I know some of you, and I start to be very sentimental. And two, two weeks ago, my baby daughter got married, and I lead the marriage, and my wife said, what's wrong with you? You don't cry. I said, because I don't have heart. <laughs> but when I see you guys, when I see you growing up with your child, and when I see your families, and I'm going to start to cry again. I say, baby, I have heart. <laughs> It's a big place for me. And when I received the invitation to come here, uh, I'm, all the time I'm so glad to be here. The last time I've been here are uh, six years ago. I'm still with her <laughs> and, and some areas and my, and my ears and my eyebrows. <laughs> and all the time when I come, and Brian invited me to preach. I say, that's so hard because you have so, so gifted, gifted, gifted pastors, told you. And it's hard for me to come from El Salvador and try to say something smart, you know, <laughs> because you have a Pastor Brian. And when I heard Pastor Brian say, why you bring me here? What is your problem? <laughs> but at that time, I received the invitation through email, and 
And the right moment I read that the invitation, God put in my heart uh, a sign, uh, a word. The word is Joel Generation. And I start to be excited. And let me raise my voice because my wife say, I'm not you if you don't say it loud. <laughs> and in that moment, I start to think about, wow, what, what, what do you want to say? Because it's, it's my favorite scripture, you know. I, I, I was a youth pastor when I was a youth. I still be a, a youth pastor, but I help the people to go to retreats and make a lot of things. And these scriptures makes a lot to me because they say the youth going to have dreams. The elders going to have dreams. And for me, I'm, I'm both sides. I'm... In my mind, I'm youth, but when I see in the mirror, I'm older, you know. <laughs> All the time I say, I'm a senior citizen. I'm gonna, maybe next year, gonna be, I, don't know, I don't be here. I start to, what, what's the real word? Because <laughs> my wife's all the time, when you preach, you all the time are angry. And this time, you are happy. What's wrong with you? <laughs> it's because God told me that your church, George, George, uh, York Alliance Church, gonna be and gonna see the Joel generation. And for me was, man, I'm gonna start to cry again. Mm. Wow. wow, that's so cool because I know that people. Mm. I know his pastors. I know that. They deserve it, you know? That's my thought. I started to read about it, but let me tell some background. I spent uh, last October uh, vacation with my family, all my family. And one morning I wake up and start to read the news and internet and I see the, uh, see the, see the conflict in Israel start again. And in the moment I start to read, <clears throat> I feel in my heart the second come. Mm. Our close. The second come. Our close. And I wake up when fear in my heart and go up to be alone because I, I need to process what happened. And when I be there, my almost daughter-in-law come. <laughs> Next time I'm going to share the history. <laughs> come and say, what happened? And I start to share with, with she. And she started to think the same thing. And, oh, man, don't tell me that. Don't tell me that. I'm barely starting to get a boyfriend, and this is going to come. Don't tell me that. It's your fault I speak English, so I need to make jokes about it. I say, no, we need to live the life with a new expectation. Because Jesus, Jesus come. When I was a kid, I, I raised in a, a 
very legalistic church. In that time, preach about the second come is forgive us fear, you know. Jesus come, our repentance. And everybody shake. <laughs> but take time, and all the time, the same thing. Jesus come, Jesus come, and never come. Never come. And the fear disappear. But when somebody else preach about Jesus come, you start to think, uh, they're going to take a time. It's no right time. But in my heart, I feel the second come is really close, or are really close. And we need to be prepared. And we need change our purpose, purpose, proposito, purpose, something like that. Because right now, our life are go to work, raise our children, come to the church, and repeat, and repeat, and repeat. We don't expect if today, let me, let me say this. This morning, when you wake up, you think, today is the day. Jesus is coming today. You think of that? Me either. Because we don't expect Jesus come today. But can come today? Yeah. And we need to be prepared. Yeah. And when I received that word, I start to think, but I don't want to put fear in the persons, and all the persons. And God spoke to my heart and said, <clears throat> second come for my child are not for plain fear, are for plain hope, yeah. happiness, because Jesus come for who? Mm. Say it. Jesus come for who? Yeah. Church. Not church. For me. <laughs> Coming for me. Coming for my lovers, mm. for my childs, for my daughters, for my daughter-in-law, <laughs> hopefully. For my soul, uh, you know, yeah. that's today gonna be happy because maybe today Jesus come, yeah. that's right. but we need to be prepared. And your other scripture says, "Our youth gonna have a dream, yeah. our elders gonna have a dream, new vision." Yeah. That says the Holy Spirit start to reign upon us like a new anointing. You know? And when I was a, a teenager, I expect that the God opened the heaven and something happened and the, the revival started in our church. But that kind of thing never happened. And yesterday I talked with Amanda about this and we discussed because many churches pray a lot. Many churches have a very nice worship team. Very churches has very uh, gifted preachers, but never see a, a worship a revival. And we ask, why? Why not? In Latin America, it's are easy to found a church with a revival. 
That means loud music <laughs> and some preach, yell to someone. Yeah. Right. And the people say, wow, that's fire, man. But nothing happened. And when I received that word, I started to process and think about it. See, what does it mean for York Alliance Church? That kind of anointing. What does it mean? The Holy Spirit are in us. Amen? Amen. And we, and we can feel it. This, this morning, if you don't come to the first service, you miss it. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but And in one moment, I want to continue the service, but I feel something, something powerful. And I start to cry like right, like right now. In that moment, I, I thought, I'm done. If the power of God are here, I don't have nothing to say. And I finished. And my wife started to surprise us. Really? Only 10 minutes? What's wrong with you? Because for you, maybe, right now in York Alliance Church, you don't feel something start to happen. Because for you, you are natural. You used to be. But let me tell you, the Holy Spirit start to move right now and start to touch you start you just start to feel in we, we are with my wife sit there and I start to cry and say something happened here and it's not because me because I don't have any I, I thought all the time this I don't have any gift I, I have the gift of the Holy Spirit in my life I don't, I don't have any gift my only gift are have a good timing. Because I go to different places, the Holy Spirit do something there. And the people say, ah, because Juan come. No, I only have a good timing, you know. <laughs> I appear there, and I saw the, the Holy Spirit move, and everybody say, oh, thank you, Juan, for coming. For come. They say, I don't do nothing. I, I, will never, I don't know what happened here. And, and it's, all the time I say that to my wife, and it, she knows it's true. I, I don't feel that I have a, Nothing special in my life. But, okay, let me continue the message because I'm start to go like and, and I'm so happy for you, but I can understand why God gave me that word. But yesterday, yesterday, yes, I be in a, a leader meeting, meeting and I start to understand what happened. If you see, I don't use more the Bible because we read the scripture, but that's it. I try to explain it, that war for you. And yesterday, when I start to see the preparation of your leader, your young adult leader, I start to get it, you know. Oh, I told Brian, oh, I understand. I understand why the Holy Spirit told me that. Because you, Alliance Church, you are starting to prepare the next generation. 
and you're going to see all the Joel promises in your life. But not for use in here, not for use in church. That anointing going to use in parking spots, mall centers, and dinners, restaurants, and schools, working places, because you're going to feel the anointing in that moment, and the people start to, gonna, around you are going to start to feel something different, going to ask, what happened to you? You have the answer for me. I need to be healed. I need the, some work for my life. And you can pray for the people, and that people are going to be healed, or going to touch his hearts, and going to feel different. And the people... Don't gonna believe in words, gonna believe in the power of the Holy Spirit. Right. You know? Yeah. And when that happened, the big, big, big revival gonna start, but maybe not for coming to this church. The people gonna decide the church for meeting. But you're gonna start the it's like a a fire. Someone start the fire. And many people see the fire. Say, wow, a big fire, but someone start. Who start that fire? And that fire gonna start with York Alliance Church. You only need to be prepared. And you are prepared. Let me tell you, you are prepared. But the hard part comes. God can give you the reward for your service. But you need to take that decision. Because it's like I speak in terms. Sorry for talk about that, but it's a good example. <laughs> that, that happened to me. My, my wife has that, that gift, can speak in tongues, pray in new tongues, sing in new tongues, sleep in new tongues, and <laughs> dream in new tongues. And I'm I'd be, I'd be jealous about it because I was a computer engineer, you know? I, only time I tried to have the exp explanation about everything. I need, had the, the formula to do something. And I, I read about the, the speaking tongues, and suddenly, in some program, in television program, I saw a lady say, if you fasting for three months and pray for three months, you're going to speak in tongues. Say, I'm going to do that. And I started fasting and pray and fasting and pray. When the three months end, say, today is the day. <laughs> you know, I'm going to speak in tongues. I'm prepared. And I go to my holy place, my couch, my holy place. <laughs> I'm living in Salvador, small houses. We don't have room for everyone. And you know that. And I sit there. Okay, I'm going to speak in tongues. I'm going to speak in tongues. I'm going to speak in tongues. Oh man, nothing happened. I'm going to speak in tongues. One hour. Maybe not. Maybe not. I go to sleep. 
I said, man, what a mess. Doesn't worth it. I'm so mad. Three days, I don't pray because I'm mad. Somebody, someone say, if you spend three months fasting and pray, you're going to speak in tongues. And nothing happened. Three days later, I wake up and go to my holy place and sit angry. And when I take seat, I hear clearly, you don't speak because you don't want it. Don't tell me that. <laughs> How you tell me that? I fasted and prayed for three months. You tell me I don't want to speak in tongues? You are crazy. <laughs> in that moment, I'm a crazy guy, but... And the Holy Spirit spoke to my heart and said, no, because you don't want to speak tongues. Why? Because you can hear the new tongues, the new words in your spirit. I feel here. You have the spirit in a different place. It's your problem. I feel here. And I feel new, tongue, new, new words here. But my brain, engineer brain, can process, you know? And I don't want to say it. It's because I can't understand. And I thought, I'm going to make a mistake. Maybe I'm going to say something bad. And the Holy Spirit told me that. I said, you need to take the decision to say it. And I say, okay. But if I'm wrong, it's your fault. <laughs> I say that. I'm a crazy guy. And I, I take it that time. I feel the word. And I say it. And something fills in my body. Something's changed. I feel it a couple of times, another word, another word, and I finish. And that's it. That is my big experience about talking tones. <laughs> because it's not my call. I want to experimental, you know. But that history brings me today. You need to be real and get the decision to receive the new anointing. Because the anointing is going to come. But maybe that sad don't come into you because you don't want it. Because you, you want to live your life like today, without problems. You know? Yeah. It, you don't want something changing because it's too hard. It's like, I start to speak English right now because someone said, you can speak, because, but you don't want it. And challenge me. And maybe I make a lot of mistakes, but when somebody challenges me, I accept the challenge all the time. <laughs> I remember, because I start to remember, with, we meet with Jacob, Shui, a long time ago. And we go to uh, dinner in some places. And the family there asked us, sometimes it's very hard to say, ask, what, what are you dream? And Jacob says, I want to speak fluently Spanish. And I say, I, I want to speak fluently English, like 20 years ago. And right now I start to speak English, barely speak English. You know, but I need to take the challenge and say, okay, I'm going to be there. I'm going to speak. The same. I can feel something about the Holy Spirit, but it's your call to say, okay, I'm going to believe it. It's for me. We sing 
today about that. I'm a child of God. When God wants to use you, are not because you're worthy or because you are a nice guy or because you are sane. God wants to use you because you are son of God. Yeah. And that's it. I'm here because one God wants to use me. I have a lot of problems. A lot. If you don't believe it, ask my wife. <laughs> I'm going to say, yeah, a lot. <laughs> a lot. Let me sh- Do you have time? Let me share with you. A lot. But my only skill is I don't care the shame. So I may, if I make mistakes, I don't care. I make a lot for bad things. I can make mistakes for good things. And jumping in. Uh, I remember the first time the pastor Mario, pastor in my church, the senior pastor in my church, senior because it's old. <laughs> sorry, Mario, sorry. Sorry, Mario. <laughs> but it's true. <laughs> Ask me, uh, Juan, do you want to pre- preach? Say, no, Mario, if you advise me with time, I can, maybe I can do it. Say, but today is Wednesday. What's wrong with you? And say, okay, I'm going to do it. I use like 100, me- 100 chapters. I read the, all the Bible and only pass five minutes. And I finish. And, you know, I confuse the name. Abraham was Noah, Noah was Abraham, Lord got to the heaven, Peter started to be Paul, and all the people, I saw the interrogation sign in his, in his face, and I said, when I say, okay, I finish, everybody clap. <laughs> oh, thank the Lord, because you finished, something like that. But you, you, need, you need, be careful with this word, because you're going to see that. The Holy Spirit is going to start to move in a different way and want to use you. But you need to take the challenge and say, I'm here. Not because I'm without sins. Not because I don't have problems. Not because that and that. Only because I'm son of God. And God wants to use me. And make the step. Yeah. And you're going to see the difference. I'm so glad to give you this kind of word because I love you guys. You, your church, your church, your ministers, your youth, your pastor are a big bless for Salvadorian people. You bless us in a different way. And I'm so glad the Holy Spirit chose you to be the peak of the sparrow. Say it right? Tip of the spear. Uh, spear. Sparrow is a different thing. Yeah, told you. It's my, it's my Spanish, my Salvadorian fun. Spear, spear. And sometimes being that way is hard because the peak all the time go fierce and broken the wood or walls and that hard. Someone new to that. Someone need to do that. It's your challenge. Yeah. 
If you see at the last of the chapter, one, two, three, two, the Holy Spirit says, I'm going to bring all the nation to the valley of Josaphat. And Josaphat means God are your judge. Judge. In Spanish, that translation made valley of the decision. Mean that people need to take decisions. The no believers need to take that decision to follow Jesus. But the Christian need to take the decision to say, okay, I'm gonna be the Joel generation. I'm gonna dream. I'm gonna say the word. I'm gonna receive the anointing from the Holy Spirit. I don't wanna be a pastor. I only wanna be used for the Holy Spirit. That's the reference for this. Revival. Yeah. I, you don't need to be a pastor. You don't, don't need to be uh, in a church. Only you need to be willing to be used for the Holy Spirit. In that moment, the Holy Spirit is going to come and going to use you. And you're going to feel nice because you're going to feel the power of the God. Amen. All the theory we have right now, we're going to put in practice. We're going to say, wow, this is the moment I ever dreamed. Yeah. Be used for the Holy Spirit. And that coming for you. And I know you're going to start to be more blessed for more people. And I'm going to dance. <laughs> Say, yeah, my family. Yeah. I start to be there. Amen. And at some point I thought, maybe I'm jealous. But no. Because that happened to you, that's going to happen to me. Amen. And I'm grateful for that. If you are, because if you are blessed, I'm going to feel blessed. If your family start to be a blessed and receive blessing, it's like my family start to be a blessing. Because we are only one body. Mm-hmm. And we're in different cultures, but only one body. Right now, because my wife told me that, it's his fault. I'm really happy for you because this is a good news. But let me give you a challenge. Take the decision to be used for the Holy Spirit. Take the decision to learn something new. Because maybe you can feel it. But let me tell you something. I can feel it's like a big blanket, warm blanket over you. And someone maybe can feel it. And someone maybe not. Doesn't matter. You only need to believe. Because it's time for the new generation. The Joel generation. And you will start to be prepared for be that generation. Yeah, that generation. Pray. But not only pray, be brave to say yes. And don't make excuses. Don't make excuses. Because you can read youth, women, men, elders. You are some of those? Yeah. You don't have excuses. 
I'm too old. Elders. I'm too young. John. A youth. I'm a woman. I'm only a man. You don't have excuses. God wants to use you. That's a challenge. If you have a dream, share your dream. If you have a word, share. If you have something for pray, pray. If you feel something different, come and speak with Pastor Brian. And say, Pastor, I feel something. But this morning, because I cried a lot, this morning in the first service I cried a lot, I almost came talk. And the worshiper lady, I don't know the name. Ashley. Ashley, come and share his dream with me about the same and told me that. I dream the second come are close. Amen. I got star crack. It was a big blessing for me. Say, okay. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Because my dream, all the time I talk with Brian, we need bigger dream. I don't drink with cars. I don't care cars. I fight with the cars. Please don't give me a car. I fight with cars. I fight with money. I fight with, I don't have that kind of dream. I want to, it's because I, I saw the video. I started to cry again. I, I, my dream was, I want to see Jesus' face. Amen. And when, when the days come, I, I can say, I want to say, I'm trying. If you told me something, I try to do it. And yeah. I expect a smile on his face. Yeah. That's my dream. Amen. It's a big dream. No, man. I have a heart. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, all the time I make jokes because I don't want to be like uh, some Salvadorian crazy preachers. <laughs> Use the feeling for many things. I don't want to do that. I, my wife all the time yelled to me because she's, why you <laughs> say some jokes? Because I don't want the people start to think I'm in that way. <laughs> but it's true. Sometimes, sorry, I'm going to share my life but because I have a lot of history about it. Sometimes I feel, I feel alone. Sometimes nobody can understand me. And many times people call me crazy. <laughs> and for many times I start to believe that. Maybe I'm crazy. And one, uh, two years ago, three years ago, I start to think maybe God never called me. Maybe i jumping in, but God never called me to be and I feel so sad because for my family they are very tough. We struggle with different things. Maybe it doesn't work because God never called me. Because I start to believe it. That the people say, oh, because nobody can understand what happened in my life. And when they, at that time, I'm really sad and my wife all the time because my, my wife know me very well. 
and come to me and say, Juan, what happened with you? It's all the time I say nothing because I'm a man, you know, a Salvadorian man. I never share his feelings. <laughs> nothing. But she all the time say, what happened with you? Please leave me alone. And my wife, if you are married, you know that. <laughs> never happened that. <laughs> and start to ask me, what happened with you? What happened with you? And let me pray, let me pray. And I'm, re I'm really sad, but know that. God know that. And send a person and only give me a hug and tell me, you are a blessed for me. Yeah. And I knew it. God called me. God called me. And that revived my spirit. Say, I don't care the people that can understand. I'm going to be in the same way all the time. But, but it's a big challenge. Be Joel generation going to be hard. Because in U.S., you are a bunch of weirdos. <laughs> <laughs> I come from El Salvador. I don't have a problem with saying that. <laughs> but it's true. I be in L.A. If you say you are a Christian, someone like, what's wrong with you? Do you believe that? Something like that. going to be hard. Gonna be hard being in a supermarket and pray for another person and everybody gonna say, oh man, a, a weirdo come here, oh man. But remember these words. Remember, not my words. Remember these words. You are son of the mighty God. And God choose you. God want to use you. And yeah, it's true. We are weirdos. But that weirdos for the Almighty God. That's right. And that is a big bless for us. Because one day, when Jesus comes, hopefully soon, going to get it, get Getting, gathering, gather. Thank you. You can understand that. <laughs> gather together and gonna say good songs. Come into my kingdom. Yeah. And we're gonna dance. And we're gonna say, yeah, we made it. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. And I'm gonna run and hug my dad and my mom. And say, okay. And that's a matter the people don't believe it. God believe in you. Amen. Because you are the Joel generation. And praise the Lord for that. Amen. Something powerful. Okay. Something powerful happened here right now. I don't know how. I'm going to cry again. Thank you. Amen. Thank you, Pastor Juan. As we respond, I'm going to tell you a very brief story, and then we're going to invite a response. Um, there are some of you uh, pastors, elders, intercessors that are 
um, here and ready and willing to pray. And so I'm just going to give you uh, an alert right now. In just a couple minutes, I'm going to ask you to move around the outside of the room in pairs. So husband and wife or men or women or whatever. I'm going to ask you if you're um, in that position and willing to pray in just a minute. I'm going to ask you to do that. Um, how many people have heard of Coldplay? Are you familiar? Yeah? Okay, enough of you. Okay, so if you haven't, they, they make some music here and there. They do some, um, anyway. Um, I don't know if you know about the Coldplay drummer. Uh, when Coldplay, when Chris Martin was forming, not our Chris Martin, another Chris Martin. Um, when Chris Martin was forming the band Coldplay, they were looking for a drummer, and they had a guy who was going to audition. And his roommate was a musician, but not a drummer. And so he was setting up the drum kit for his roommate, and they were going to have an audition, and he was going to audition for the band. Well, Chris Martin and the guys came over, and um, the, the roommate was a no-show. Like, he never showed up for the audition. I bet he feels really bad right now. But he, he never showed up for the audition. But his roommate was there. And they said, well, do you play the drums? And he said, no, I'm, I'm a musician, but I don't, I don't play the drums. And I said, well, could you, like, try? Because we have a gig tomorrow, and we need a drummer now. And he said, I... I, well, I'll try, and he sat down to the drum kit, and he tried to play the drums, and, I, 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 and the way that they tell it is, um, he was, he sounded exactly like somebody who never played the drums before. You know what I mean by that? He was, yeah, he was not very good. But they needed a drummer tomorrow, and so they taught him to put down a very basic beat, and they took him on tour. And he's still the drummer for Coldplay. So often we think it's about what we are able to do. But God is using the available, not the equipped, not the skilled, not the really, really gifted. If you're available, you can become the drummer for Coldplay. Just kidding. That's... <laughs> That position's taken already. If you're available, God can use you. As Juan Carlos has invited us into that idea of a decision, it's a decision to obey, to listen to the Spirit, to do what he calls us to do. And sometimes that seems really small and insignificant, and sometimes that seems really silly, and sometimes it seems like way like out of the ordinary that's what it means to be pursuing the Spirit. And it's not just a one-time thing where you, you pray and you commit and then for the rest of your life you're on that path. That's why the Bible tells us that we have to keep on being filled with the Spirit. We receive the Spirit and then tomorrow some more and this afternoon some more and next week some more and we pour ourselves out and then God fills us back up and we pour ourselves out and he fills us back up again. And so this morning, I don't want to give you just a moment. I want to give you the next moment to say I'm ready to be filled now or again. I'm ready to obey today and tomorrow. And next week, I'm probably going to need to be prayed for again. In fact, the middle of the week, I may need to have a touch base. In fact, um, maybe by tonight, I'm going to need to come to expect and get prayed for some more. But I'm going to be filled now, and I'm going to do what he's called me to do. I'm going to obey. I'm going to be available. 
I may not have all the skills and I may not have all the ability. I may feel really under-equipped. When Pastor Juan Carlos said that we were going to be the Joel generation and we were going to be the tip of the spear, I said, you need to come back and see us again because I'm not sure you remember who we are. We're, we're maybe not that people. But if we're available, God can use us. So here's what we're going to do. The team's going to lead us as we respond. And I'm going to invite uh, a few of you, if you are a pastor, elder, intercessor, somebody who feels comfortable praying, I'm going to ask you to move around the outside. If we can have maybe six or eight pairs around the outside. So if, you were, if you're one of those people, if you would go ahead and move that direction right now. And as people come to you, and um, if there's more people, um, in, you can just get in line. It's not a big deal. But as people come to you, I'm going to ask you to just do a simple thing. Um, Jonas and I will be up front. We'll kind of have people all around. Um, just a simple thing. Listen first. As people come and say, I'd like you to pray for me, would you just listen first? And then as you sense the Spirit inviting you to pray, just pray that we would be filled up with His Spirit. 